ShareCare is the leading online health and wellness engagement platform, providing millions of consumers with a personal, results-oriented experience by connecting them to the most qualified health resources and programs they need to improve their health. It's time now for ShareCare Radio on RadioMD.com. Here's your host, Dr. Daria. Hi, and welcome to ShareCare Radio. This is Dr. Daria, and we are your source for health and wellness news to keep your family safe, healthy, and you sane. So first of all, I want to know all of our listeners, are you hungry right now? Because if so, I have the person for you. She's Lisa Lillian. She is the original hungry girl. She also wants to help you eat what you want in a way that you're not going to eat and feel guilty about it. So today we're here with her and she is a hungry girl brand. She's a website. She's a series of New York Times bestselling books and a healthy eating platform that has helped millions lose weight and keep it off. She's also the star of Food Network's top rated show, Hungry Girl. You've probably also seen her on the Dr. Oz show, The View Today, many other places. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So I want to first ask, now, your newest book, Hungry Girl, Clean and Hungry, it takes on this new challenge with tons of guilt-free clean eating recipes. You know, what exactly does clean eating refer to, and what do these recipes eliminate? You know, clean eating, there's no real definition, so different people who eat, quote-unquote, clean, eat differently. And for my purposes, like anything I've done since I launched the brand in 2004, it's about clean eating in the real world mm-hmm. so for the purpose of clean eating in the real world <laughs> yeah i mean and that's be- how like mm-hmm. everything has been guilt-free in the real world and for this book it's about using all natural ingredients with a focus on fresh fruits and veggies very very minimally processed foods little to no added sugars and just making smarter choices for things that you can find on any supermarket shelf nothing weird or off-putting and just natural Okay, well, that that's a lot more helpful because that's what uh, it sounds like. It's very you mentioned real world, something that we can actually go out, we can buy, we can fix on our own. Give us a couple of examples of some things that are like easy to make for our crazy lives because we never have time to cook. Well, one thing that I did in this book, I mean, I've been doing this for years, but in this book, it really there's tons of recipes that use produce instead of starch. Okay. So I use a lot of cauliflower in in place of potatoes. So there's cauliflower tops and and stackers, which are like potato pancakes made of cauliflower and cauliflower rice dishes and a lot of spaghetti squash and, of course, zucchini noodles, which luckily are very, very popular right now Mm -hmm. and so easy to make with a spiralizer. So there are just a lot of dishes that feel like um, pasta dishes, starch dishes that use vegetables, and I'm the most proud of those because they're the most satisfying, and the portion sizes are tremendous, which okay. really matters to me. And you know, Lisa, I've heard a lot of people talk about, I've heard of this, you can use cauliflower and kind of replace regular flour? I mean, tell us, how, if somebody's going to make a recipe, how do they do that? Does it work for all sorts of things or just like savory foods? It does work for all sorts of things. There's a cauliflower rice pudding recipe um, that's pretty good. It's so easy to use in savory foods. I mean, I've used cauliflower in oatmeal. Really? Uh, it, it, yeah, you just put it in a blender. You can do so many things with it. I think the easiest, the most basic cauliflower 101 is to make cauliflower rice just by ricing the cauliflower and putting it in a blender, and then you just cook it, you throw it in a skillet. It's, it's so easy to use, and a lot of people, they think they don't like the taste of cauliflower, but it does pick up whatever spices and flavorings that you use with it. It, it totally masks whatever you think cauliflower mm. tastes like, and it does taste like rice. 
Interesting. It sounds like a very nice comfort food, too. So, And I also love cauliflower, but I'll take any way you can fix it. So that makes me happy. Now, okay, now you also mentioned the spiralizer and zucchini noodles. And this is, I've never done these at home. How easy is this to do or not? It is the easiest thing I, you could ever imagine. And spiralizers are the opposite of fancy. And you can buy them anywhere at all from Target to Bed Bath & Beyond. Mm-hmm. Probably supermarkets now even. And they're less than $10 typically for the little ones. And you just you twist away and you get these big, long zucchini noodles. And they taste like spaghetti. Again, you throw them in a skillet, cook them for a few minutes. If you throw a little marinara sauce on them or any other kinds of sauces you can think of, you can do almost anything with them. And... Again, they're, they're, they have so few calories. Mm-hmm. And they enable you to just have huge portions. And zucchini has, it has a lot of, even cauliflower as well, tons of vitamins and minerals. So it's not that you're just taking out starch. You're actually replacing it with something that is even more healthy. For sure. Lots mm-hmm. of lots of, of uh, health properties and fiber. and. Mm-hmm. and just, it's awesome. I really love this because I'm going to do this because my toddler loves pasta. Anything you want to fix her, she wants pasta all the time. I am going to make her some zucchini noodles. <laughs> I bet they'll be a hit. I, I bet they will, and I'm sure I will enjoy them as well. Okay, so talk to us about why you know, we talked about the nutritional value. Why are these also good for weight loss? Well, they're good for weight loss because, I mean, I, I, I understand Americans have a hard time I guess maybe it's humans hearing multiple messages. Everybody wants to like latch on to one thing. And a lot of people think if you're just eating, you know, organic food or natural food, that will automatically help you meet your weight loss goals. And that's just not the case. Mm -hmm. So this book just hits it out of the park any way you slice it. So in addition to using the right ingredients, they're used the right way. And the portion sizes are huge, but the calorie counts are low. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a calorie game. I mean, obviously calories are not all exactly the same, but they no. do count. Yeah. So you can't eat 4,000 calories worth of natural food every day and think you're going to lose weight. You're right. And there, that's kind of, there's a lot of fallacy out about, you know, I saw it the other day, a very clean, uh, low ingredients ice cream. It's like, well, it that's great, but it is still ice cream. So you're right. It's not just uh, the, the eating uh, organic and things, but it's also looking at the calories and what you're taking in as well. Yeah. So everything in this book is 375 calories or less. So that hmm. it, it's very helpful when you're trying to lose weight or maintain weight. Awesome. Okay, so let's talk more about ingredient replacers. I know you do a lot of that. You mentioned, you know, the cauliflower and zucchini. What are other things that you can we can do a swap for and maybe reduce the calories, make something a little bit healthier without missing what we took out? Well, spaghetti squash is another one I love, but that's another starch swap. Um, there mm-hmm. are a lot of in this book, desserts made with beans, which a lot of people are, are thinking, this is weird, but yeah, there tell are me a about bunch that. Of brownie recipes that use black beans, and they are phenomenal. And really? Garbanzo beans and blondies. It's, it's instead of using all the oil and the butter and tons of flour, you can just make these things taste amazing, and you can fool kids. I have a, a 12-year-old nephew who said that it was the best brownie he ever ate. <sighs> Nice. I imagine you did not tell him what was in it before you gave it to him. No, or after. (laughs) You just said, thank you. Okay, now I just want to know what your kitchen is like. What made you think, I'm going to start throwing in garbanzo beans in a blondie? Where did you hear, and how did you learn about that? You know, we... 
I, I'm like a mad scientist in the kitchen, and that's I used to work out of my house when I first started out. Now mm-hmm. we have hungry land, so there's all of us, <laughs> and we're all mad scientists in the kitchen, and so we'll try anything, or we hear things, and we see things, and we've seen. I mean, I did not. I was not the first one to put beans in brownies and blondies, but mm-hmm. I think what people do is they tend to take all the other ingredients too. So there may be a lot of oil and. And I, I see bean brownies with as many calories as regular brownies. So what I think I've done is take it and then lower the calorie counts on top of that. Okay. And it's just trial and error. It's about having fun in the kitchen and playing around. All right. So, yes, you're right. It's just getting a little more comfortable. You get a recipe that you know works. And then you can start saying, okay, let me play with this. So beans in desserts, what are some other things you mentioned you can do to lower the calorie counts? Well, I'm not big on bread, typically. I mean, I, there's a time and place for, for bread, and I do love flatbread and, and some tortillas, but I use cabbage and lettuce in place of bread for sandwiches. That's another great calorie saver because I'd rather have more stuff inside and not waste like 300 calories on a big doughy roll. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one for me. And so you just and, like literally make the sandwich, the kind of the bread per se is just a thing of lettuce or cabbage. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which sure. gives it a nice crunch. It's like a lettuce wrap, effectively. Yeah, absolutely. And you can even, like, microwave or steam the cabbage and have it not be quite as crunchy. Really? And those are all of these recipes are in your book? They're all in the new book. Uh, Lisa, thank you so much. This I now have my oats recipe for, I'm going to make that for breakfast. But again, all of our listeners, I want you to go check it out. You can also, you can find the Hungry Girl, Clean and Hungry. But it sounds like if you do it, you're not actually going to be hungry if you follow these recipes. I'll check them out at hungry-girl.com. Of course, we're listening to Lisa Lillian. You can find her on Facebook at facebook.com backslash hungrygirl and Twitter at hungrygirl. You're listening to Dr. Daria on ShareCare Radio. Don't forget, tweet me, follow us on iTunes. Follow, tweet us at ShareCare Inc. or tweet me at Dr. Daria and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Listen to ShareCare Radio on Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well. <music>